You're listening to another episode of Living Well with Eisenhower Health. Healthcare as it should be. Here's Bill Claproth. If you play tennis or golf or softball or are active in any sports or weekend fun, you know injuries can and will happen. So it's good to know Eisenhower Desert Orthopedic Center uses an orthopedic approach to sports medicine to care for all types of athletes. So let's find out more with Dr. Matthew Dilt and Dr. Patrick St. Pierre. Both are board certified orthopedic surgeons with Eisenhower Health. Dr. Dilt and Dr. St. Pierre, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Dilt, let's start with you and let's start with the basics. Many people hear the term sports medicine and may not really understand if it applies to them. They might think it's only for serious athletes or people who are engaged in sports at a level they think must be more serious than their own. But that's not really the case, is it? Can you tell us who sports medicine specialists treat and when someone should come to see you? The whole concept of sports medicine has really evolved Uh, In the past, it was just something you did in your youth. We now realize how important it is for not only our physical well-being, but our mental well-being. So really, we encourage people to stay active, not just weekend warriors anymore, but stay active, uh, working out several times a week. So anything that's a barrier to you staying active and working out, it's sports medicine. We also throw in the term joint preservation. Really, we're, we're trying to preserve the original joints and make sure that we can stay active some of the most active, healthy people we see in their 70s are ones that are still working out four or five times a day. So sports medicine is, is anything that um, um, maintains your activity and, and uh, keeps you focused. Right. So staying active, very important. And we learned a new term there, joint preservation. So Dr. St. Pierre, I understand you specialize in upper extremity conditions as a surgeon. And to do a lot of shoulder injuries, so I imagine you're seeing a lot of people who have concerns about their tennis game or golf swing. How does sports medicine help with shoulder or even elbow conditions? That's absolutely correct. So I often tell my patients that my job is to keep them on the tennis court and the golf court or uh, the golf course. And Matt made some really good points. You know, we're trying to keep people active and especially in our valley, we have a lot of people in their 50s, 60s and 70s and even later than that that are still being very active playing pickleball and golf and tennis and sports medicine uh, not only treats just the injury, but we're trying to prevent the injury. So we're talking a lot about uh, warming up and how to strengthen your muscles and how you stay in condition so you can prevent those injuries uh, from occurring. And then if they do occur, then we'll treat them and get them back on the court. You've got a great job keeping people on the golf course and the tennis court. They must love you that uh, you're able to do that for them. And Dr. Diltz, you see a lot of hip and knee patients. What about people wanting to protect their knees from injury? So many people have meniscus tears and ACL injuries. What can people do to stay healthy and less prone to injury? Just staying healthy, staying out there, being active. I think that uh, the ones, it's counterintuitive, but the ones that we see uh, with the injuries earlier are typically the ones that decide they want to preserve the knees to become sedentary. Uh, and then they get up and they try to do something, even something minor, and they can end up with an injury. So it's really important to stay active. And um, when, you start do, when you start having knee swelling or injuries, it's important to get them checked out because you don't want them to progress to something that does require some type of surgical intervention. I would say the majority of the modalities that we use are non-surgical. We just want to catch things early. Dr. Dills, let me stick with you for a minute. It sounds like what you're saying is stay active. It's kind of a use it or lose it with your joints? A hundred percent. Yeah, you need to stay active and becoming sedentary is not the solution. So 
Um, if there is something that's bothering you and, and you're noticing that you're decreasing your activity level, get it checked out and we'll see what we can do to keep you out there. So I think this next question is so true for many of us. Dr. St. Pierre, many of us make the mistake of getting back into a fitness routine with a little too much enthusiasm and hurt ourselves. Is there a point when we should bypass starting a CrossFit program because it might do more damage than good? Well, it's not really a point of whether you should bypass it, but you need to approach it in a logical and uh, predictable manner. So timing is really the issue. You know, we're all very active when we're in high school and college, and then we get busy into our lives and working and then raising a family. And so after 20, 30 years, we either retire or kids go off to college. So now you have more time and you realize you're not in as good a shape that you should be. So people go back to doing it. But you can't go from where you were when you were 20 and then all of a sudden start there when you're 55. You have to slowly build yourself up. And and the hard part about using like CrossFit or some of these boot camps is they'll throw people in right away. And after taking 25 years off or 30 years off, that's when those injuries occur. So we would encourage people to uh, take it in a graduated type of uh, production. So they start with the walking, start with running, working out, getting with a trainer or somebody, a fitness person, before you just jump into throwing um, kettlebells over your head. Right. It sounds like a, a slower start is the better approach. So Dr. Diltz, it might be surprising to some people, but stretching before exercise is no longer considered helpful for reducing injury. Do you think there's value in stretching after exercise and can it help reduce sore muscles or provide some other benefits? Yeah, sometimes it, it's uh, these articles and studies that we look at are really interesting in print um, and we want to over apply some of the information that we have. Um, there have been studies that show that stretching before exercise doesn't reduce the incidence of um, injury during um, exercise or sport, but it's important to not uh, throw out stretching altogether. Stretching is extremely important. Um, we see a lot of injuries uh, in people that are, have tight muscles. Um, a lot of times tight hamstrings can be associated with people having problems with their back. Um, I think that um, exercise uh, like yoga and Pilates are extremely important. So. Um, you know, stretching before you go out there and play a soccer match might not decrease your injury in the soccer field, but that's not to say that stretching is not an important part of being healthy. So um, I think that stretching before, after, during exercise, and if you go watch um, tennis out here, the BNP, um, Pat St. Pierre has been the uh, medical director for the years, but part of their, their routine before they get out there is they, they get warmed up. And in the training room, they have trainers that are stretching them constantly. So stretching is an important part of being fit. Um, right before exercise, it might not decrease injury, but that's not to say we shouldn't stretch. All right, really good information. So stretching still has a role, especially in flexibility as you get older as well. So Dr. St. Pierre, can you explain the role of physical therapy for sports medicine patients? I'm going to hop on to the stretching issue because I think it's very, very important. There's, um, you know, a lot of the studies showed that static stretching and stretching out a muscle unit didn't help performance because the muscle unit needs to be able to react. So now the emphasis is more on dynamic stretching and really warming up the muscle and getting it to, to stretch dynamically and not just to rush out and do two minutes of, you know, stretching your hamstrings and then running right out. So it's more, again, it's a gradual process where you're starting to wake the muscle up and then you stretch it and you're doing dynamic stuff. And that's why yoga and Pilates is very important. And then physical therapy can also work into that as well because uh, we use 
use physical therapists and home physical therapy to help our patients because ultimately the, the therapist is going to help uh, a patient who maybe has hurt their shoulder or their knee get them back up into condition. And then they're also going to talk about uh, preconditioning exercises and things that we want to prevent injuries. So physical therapy is also very proactive and they're going to help our, our sports medicine patients keep away from the injuries after they've recovered from whatever that is. Yeah, really good information. So Dr. Diltz, I understand that you provide medical services for many of the high school athletic programs in your area. What are the common sports injuries that you see in high school athletes? And are there any preventative measures students should take to try to avoid injury? Yes, Eisenhower has been great in giving back to the community. So they really sponsor the high schools and they uh, make sure that there's a, a doctor out there for all the football games so we can prevent uh, concussions and really people going back to sport after they've had a concussion. Identify it and do the um, proactive measures afterwards to make sure the patient uh, returns or the student athlete returns back to sport. Um, they also help us organize all the uh, pre-participation physicals in the area and that's an important part of screening and seeing if we do have an injury to catch it and make sure that we do everything to protect it and make sure it doesn't get worse. Um, and some of the schools charge 20 or $30 a physical, and we'll do over 200 physicals, and all that money goes back to the sports programs at the school to really support it. Um, we see lots of injuries in the high school athletes, but you know, being able to identify them early um, is great. Having trainers at the high schools is great. I see a lot of um, ACL injuries, um, and it's good to, to identify those early because it makes the knee unstable, and that could lead to further injuries to the cartilage and meniscus. So um, I think that Eisenhower has been great in supporting identifying these injuries early and making sure they don't progress. Well, I could see where identifying injuries early would certainly have a benefit. So Dr. St. Pierre, we're going to move up a little bit in age into more of my age range. What is your advice to middle-aged golfers or tennis players who are injured during play? We always have this, ooh, should I ice it? Should I heat it? Should I take ibuprofen, you know, Advil or naproxen, which is a leave? And at what point should someone see a doctor? I think that's a very good question because it happens to all of us. There, there's no one who gets to be 90 years old without having injuries somewhere along the way. And But the, uh, the mnemonic rice, which is rest, ice, compression and elevation is a good one. And it's still very valid today. So icing an acute injury is usually better because what heat does is heat brings uh, increased blood flow. And by doing the increased blood flow, you get more swelling and often in an acute injury, that's not a good thing. Now heat can be very useful as someone's recovering from an injury or if they've uh, injured a muscle and you want to heat it, you want to loosen it up, you want to increase compliance so you can stretch and get back to doing everything. So there's a role for ice and heat uh, in the treatment somewhere along the line. Now, using ibuprofen or naproxen or, uh, or even Tylenol uh, is a good idea. So sometimes that'll help with reducing uh, uh, the acute injury and the inflammation that's around it. And, and usually people get better. Our bodies are really amazing. They heal all these different things. And you don't have to rush to the doctor, you know, 20 minutes after an injury occurs, because most times you're going to get better. But if it's been a week or two and you're not getting any better, or if it's more catastrophic, uh, but we're kind of talking about the the run-of-the-mill weekend sprains and strains, um, then you can give it some time and uh, and rest your body, allow it to, to heal, get some rest, make sure you're eating well and there's good nutrition, and then see how you do. And if it doesn't get any better, then you should probably come and see us. All right, very good. And let's turn to injuries that require surgery. Dr. Diltz, you do a lot of arthroscopic surgeries. 
Can you tell us what is arthroscopic surgery and how is it different than other orthopedic surgeries? Yeah, the arthroscope really has revolutionized the, the field of um, operative sports medicine. It's a, essentially an underwater camera. So a lot of the injuries that we see involve the joint. So it allows us to put a small camera into the joint. It's um, uh, got a pump on it, so it pumps water into that joint and it opens up or uh, distends the joint so that we can move around and look and have good visualization of the injury without a big incision. Our visualization is actually much better than if we had a big open exposure. We now have cameras or arthroscopes that have 4K imaging, and so it's pretty amazing the detail you see. You have to remember a lot of the ways we're trying to ident identify the injury involves MRIs, and that's essentially a big magnet that pushes around water because there's a charge and you see water differentials. But looking at it with the camera really gives us an idea of the exact nature of the injury and gives us an opportunity to really treat it with small incisions, which leads to a much quicker recovery. Yeah, that's really good news, and a lot of people benefit from that. So, Dr. St. Pierre, I understand Eisenhower Desert Orthopedic Center has an interest in developing a biologics program. First off, can you tell us what that is, and then explain a little bit about what's in the market and your group's approach to responsibly exploring these options? Well, biologics uh, in medicine is very controversial and new and exciting topic right now, and it stems from, uh, you know, trying to get cells that are going to help the healing process. So whether it's platelets or it's stem cells, there's different things that we can use to try to help uh, the process of our body healing. I could mention earlier, our bodies are amazing. They do heal. But if we can give it more of those fuel and the cells that are going to be able to heal a cartilage injury or arthritis or something like that, that sounds great. And and who wouldn't want to have an injection instead of having a surgery? So unfortunately, there's there's not a lot of studies that have been done. The it's not approved by the FDA. The uh, there are people that are doing uh, these injections and charging a lot of money and uh, and are not backing it up with science or being able to to measure how well uh, they work. So what we're trying to do at Desert Orthopedic Center is to develop a program where we're going to offer it to patients who have the right type of uh, disease that may benefit from it. So we're not going to tell somebody with end-stage arthritis in their knee that a shot's going to help them because it's not going to. So we want to get the right patients, and then we're going to follow them. So we're going to have a, a program that's going to be very detailed that will uh, follow them for their radiographic improvement, their clinical scores, and whether they can get back to doing something so we can uh, contribute to the advancement of this through a real scientific way of looking at it. Yeah, really interesting in a space we should all watch. Dr. Dilton, Dr. St. Pierre, thank you for your time to learn more about sports medicine at Eisenhower Desert Orthopedic Center or to get connected to a provider call 760-773-4545 or visit eisenhowerhealth.org slash e-d-o-c if you found this podcast helpful please share it on your social channels this is living well with Eisenhower Health I'm Bill Klaproth thanks for listening